chosen one. It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Hey everyone. Hey, how you guys doing? So my thoughts exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we're reviewing Suicide Squad. Yeah, welcome back to Wise Reviews. This is the first one in however many months we've been off. Um, not counting the High School Musical one. Yeah, not counting the High School Musical one. We've we're been back. absent from this page for yeah. a while. SoundCloud was giving us a hard time and yeah, now, now, right. it's, now it's back up and running, which is good. <laughs> yeah, so the beginning may have thrown you off, but... Yeah. This is not episode three. This, this is, is The Squad. So yeah, so Ob- we we did some discussions yeah. before this. Obi Wan, Obi Wan is the fans. Yeah, in that scene with uh, you were the chosen one. Yeah, Obi Wan is the fans because the, the DC yeah. universe fans because Batman v Superman huge letdown. Yeah, and so but everyone was all like, yeah, Batman v Superman looks it was terrible. Suicide Suicide Squad looks sick. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's yeah. gonna bounce back. And it's gonna be the bounce back performance for DC, and it didn't. So they're like, you were the chosen one. Yeah. Anakin's legs, <laughs> which are m- currently severed. Yeah. Is the movie. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Just severed. Yeah. And Anakin himself yelling, I hate you, is Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, which we will get into and in how fanboys need to grow up. Yes. Because that's pathetic, what they've done. Um, yeah. And critics need to grow up and stop bullying DC. <laughs> well, there's... <laughs> legitimacies okay, but there's also yeah, maybe. Di- there's also difference we'll 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 get, we'll get into, into it. it so um yeah as always i'm mike stevens got uh or michael strand got my <laughs> buddy real patrick d beside me or patrick gallagher um yeah and so we're doing suicide squad now i saw this opening night whoa Op- i didn't know that oh yeah opening night i mean it doesn't surprise me but i didn't know that no crying baby in the theater this time that's good. good yeah um already a leg up now i have I have the experience of watching this in a like a sold out packed theater on opening night yeah. with people who the only people who see this opening night are fans. Yeah. So with fans. So it was fun. I had a lot. Okay. Mainly I had a lot of fun in this movie. Okay. I thought it was a fun ride. That's good. If you, if you can shut your brain off. Okay. Which is essential to enjoying this movie. Right. Then I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. But if you think during it, mm. it will fall apart. Right. You saw it in a Alone. different way, in a different perspective, which is good. Yeah. For the pod. Right. Yeah. You saw it alone. I was able to really concentrate like on the yesterday. film. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday I saw it. No, yeah. I saw it on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. I mean, first thoughts? Yep. Yeah, you text me right after. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I like the characters. Mm-hmm. Plot was a little weird. Yes. Yes. Now that's the best part of this movie are the character moments. So if, you, if you've if you never heard of the Suicide Squad before, it's a group of, uh, of villains. Yes. And Almost, kind of like uh, the Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Group of villains, all lo- pretty much all of them interact with Batman. Yes. Um, yeah, group of villains uh, who... Amanda Waller, the uh, the head of Argus, which is basically like the shield of DC, yeah, DC Universe, says, basically, we have a job that we don't want to put our own men in because it's basically a suicide mission. Yeah, 
but we'll give you guys, the villains, the ones with powers and, and like the crazy ones and all that, send you in there. Because you guys have a better chance of doing it because you're crazy and you're also super powered. And also if you die, we don't care because you suck. You're, you're, you're bad. So they're like some sort of suicide squad. Yeah, as Will Smith says. Yeah. Because there just has to be in name the movie job. when he <laughs> says the name, some kind of suicide squad. It would have been great if in Batman versus Superman. You'd be like... Wonder Woman's just like... Wow, it's Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> it's like it. a Dawn of Justice. <laughs> yes. I saw a Wonder Woman trailer before the How movie. sick does the Wonder Woman trailer look? It looks great. It looks unbelievable. I didn't know what it was at the beginning. That's the until saving I saw, grace. Until I saw the costume, I was like... Oh, that's Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll we'll have to play that same clip we did before maybe. the Wonder Woman, but... That movie looks awesome. Because Chris Pine was in it, and I was like, oh, Chris Pine, what movie is this? Oh, it's Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, that picture. And oh my gosh, before we even get started on, the mo- on Suicide Squad, I think Wonder Woman's the saving grace. I, I in, If you listen to the Crack and Wise podcast, our, our main podcast, um, we did a time capsule of uh, predictions. Mm. Mine, my number one prediction, or one of them, is that Wonder Woman will be the first critically acclaimed DC Universe <laughs> movie. I think it looks fantastic. But back to the squad. Um, This movie, like Batman v Superman, like every DC movie, has just torn people apart. Like, just, holy moly. They're real good at doing that. Yeah. And I think it might be because DC's already, like, that brand of superheroes that not everybody likes. Well, you know, like, Marvel's the more popular one, I would say. DC's the pre... Like, the thing is, these movies shouldn't be bad, because DC's the premier brand. Before the movies, no one knew who Iron Man was. No That's one cared true. who Thor was, all that, you know? You have Batman, the yeah. world's number one superhero. You have Superman, who is basically the most popular fictional character. Or, he's basically... His, his symbol, the Superman symbol, mm-hmm. at one point, was, I think in a survey, as recognizable as the cross. Whoa. Like, you have all... You have the, the holy trinities they call Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. Mm-hmm. The three most, I would say, recognizable superheroes on the planet other than maybe Spider-Man. Yeah. And you can't make that work. No. And there's a reason for that, and it's bad decision-making. Correct. Um, And we'll get into that. But yeah, so the Suicide Squad, it's it had the potential to be a game-changer. Because it's so different than anything we've ever seen. In this In this movie... We're cheering for the villains. Well, oh yes. It's different in that sense. But I was going to say, it's not different in the sense where, like, they brought together a bunch of people you might not usually see a movie about and make a movie about them. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But they, they did... This is a movie focusing on villains that could have really just changed the game. If this was good, it would have been like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it would have been like, oh, now we can get lesser characters in there. You had a guy named Captain Boomerang. You did. Who, by the way... I don't think threw a boomerang. No, I think he, he threw, threw a boomerang one, once. and it was like that, like Arkham City boomerang. Yeah, where like it just—it's a camera yeah. that surveys stuff. And then it got sniped by one of those things. He sure did. Um, yeah, it's so the squad starts off. Yeah, showing all the villains in in uh, in in Bell Rev Penitentiary. Yeah, uh, which is a prison for bad guys. Surprise, it's not Arkham Arkham Asylum, but or uh, Blackgate prison or Blackgate. They went with the third prison in the DC Universe to start off. Yeah, so we got dead shots. Will Smith. I thought Will Smith, back in prime form. Yeah. He was great. He was great. He was awesome. He 
Maybe maybe one of the better parts of this movie. Now his daughter, horrible actress. Mm. She's like, Daddy, don't do it. Don't do it, Daddy. I love you. My, these are all my motivations. Let me tell you why. Should have just put her out of her misery. Yeah. Block. I, I, I don't understand. Rip. What, yeah. Well, um, how much they paid Ben Affleck to be in this movie? He was in it just for the after credit scene, basically. I think it's mainly, no, no, he was in it as yeah, Batman it was mainly as well. a stunt double, basically. Well, Which, when by he was way, talking to Batman, yeah. had a minute of screen time in this movie, and holy moly, it was like the most accurate Batman we've ever seen. Yeah, like oh my gosh, he was apprehending people. He wasn't killing anyone. That's true. He didn't kill anybody. Hey, Zach. Yeah, this is what Batman actually does. Um, this movie has so much potential. So yeah, it shows all the all the characters mm-hmm. in in the prison, except for the guy with the. Grappling ropes. Kind of confused by that. They said uh, Slipknot's performance was mind blowing. That's what they like to say. Too soon. Because his mind literally got blown. It's blown off. Um, Too soon. Is he the most useless character in any superhero movie ever? Because he shows up. He has like one line. His only job is that he's good at climbing things, and he gets his head blown off. He dies. He punches a woman. He does do that. He does punch. That's his only... That's like the most action he gets in the movie. Punches a woman. Yeah. And his head blows up. So good for him. Good for him. Okay. Yeah. So um, we, we won't be talking much about him. No. Because the movie... I don't think he has a line. At all. I don't think he has a single line in the movie. Slipknot. No. He says one... He said he calls the woman a, a biatch, doesn't he? Does he? Uh, After he punches her, like when he gets out of the van, right? Oh, no. She says... He says, she had a mouth on her. Because he's... <laughs> Something like that. He's on the posters. Is he? Yeah. Like, when the Suicide Squad, like, it's on the poster, it's all of them, like, posing, and Slipknot's in there, and I'm like, you you don't deserve to be... You got... You didn't even go on the mission with them. No, you just showed up you for You punched the... a woman, and then you blew, and then you blew up, and that's, like, yeah. that's all you did. Oh, by the way, yeah, this movie has spoilers. This review has spoilers. Oh, this is... They should know that. They should know this movie is spoiler or this review is spoilers. My bad. Um, yeah. So I don't even think we should really like because the plot is so dumb. Like it's so can can. It's very weird. So let's try it. Let's try and let's try and pick it apart. So so it starts off they're in the prison. Yeah. So the, the, there's a podcast I want to give a shout out to. It's called the Weekly Planet. I think I've shouted yeah, it before. Yeah. The Australian guys and they have a little segment they they do where it always stumps one of the guys is what's the story. Or you have to literally explain what the story of the movie was that you just saw. Um, and it's harder than it than it sounds for a lot of the time. Yes. So, Patrick, what was the story of Suicide Squad? Group of guys. And girls. And girls. They have a mission. Yeah. But wait. The mission never would have happened if they didn't have the mission. What do you mean? Yeah, because there would be because no there wouldn't to be there wouldn't be a they wouldn't have had to involve uh, enchantress. Why did they involve? They were gonna do something, and then I see. This is this is <laughs> it. This is the I have no idea. I, I think... don't even know what the original mission was. Why were they building the Suicide Squad, and then after they had built it, enchantress went crazy. So. Enchantress's brother got released. Remember? Yeah, the but this spirit. was after they built the Suicide Squad. This was after they brought them all no, together. No, no, because no, because her brother got released or whatever and started messing stuff up. And then they're just like, because the main the main point of assembling, like getting a Suicide Squad together, 
was, was just in case was just in case oh, the next okay. like Superman ends up being evil. Okay, because the whole point is like, what if what like Superman literally is a god basically? Yeah. What if he what if he was what if he wasn't for us? Mm-hmm. What would happen? And we're like, well, we need a woman with a baseball bat and a guy who yeah. can throw a boomer. Like the if you if you're gonna assemble a squad to take down Superman, you assemble like the big guns. You yeah. Don't, you don't. Like you don't get a guy who looks like a crocodile. Yeah, you don't. You don't get a guy who throws boomerangs. No, you don't get a guy. Maybe who the can, guy who throws flames. You you know a guy who can who can shoot good because guess what Superman is bulletproof. Right. Guess what Deadshot's only thing is shooting bullets. Yeah. So there you go. Um. So not good decision making on Amanda Waller's part. No. Although Viola Davis, who plays Amanda Waller, she's awesome mm-hmm. and she terrified me. Yeah, I was scared of her. She was the be- I'd say she's the best performance other than Harley Quinn in the movie. Because Margot Robbie played Harley Quinn exactly like that character is. Yeah. I felt like she played Harley Quinn a lot better than the other people, maybe except for Will Smith. But I guess you don't mm-hmm. really know much about Deadshot and how De- his character would be. Deadshot gets the most backstory of anyone, yeah. I'd say. But There should be more Harley backstory, but as we will get into it, <laughs> this movie is not... It's really not even... There's a reason why the narrative is so convoluted in this movie. And it's because... DC does the stupidest thing when they film their movies. And it's the exact same thing with Batman v Superman. They film so much. Like, yeah. they film, like, what basically would amount as, like, a four-hour movie. And then in the editing room, they edit it down. So they cut out all these cool parts that you see in po- in trailers, in posters, and set videos. Like, this movie was filmed in Toronto, where we live. And they filmed a lot of Suicide Squad stuff. And a lot of scenes, like there's, I remember there's a scene and there, and it's listed in, on this list that I have in front of me where Harley Quinn, as, before she's Harley Quinn, like before she gets bleached and all that, chases down the Joker in his purple armor. that he gets out. She points a gun at him. The Joker charms her into putting her gun down, then backhands her across the face and then kisses her. And that's supposed to show the abusive nature of the relationship because everyone's like, they want a relationship like the Joker and Harley. No, like, the Joker and Harley Quinn's relationship is an abusive relationship. Who said they want a relationship? Tumblr does. Uh... It's ridiculous. Like, people are always like, they want a relationship like them. Like, no, the Joker is a monster, and he has essentially brainwashed Harley Quinn, and ever- and instead they cut that element completely out. That's the whole element of the character. Mm-hmm. But anyway. They really, like, left no room in explaining... They just like it's so choppy. They showed no progression. The first thing they showed of the two of them together was Harley falling in love with him, like like or not not yeah, that Harley like giving him a machine gun. Yeah, that was the first thing they showed. It. Now it's like oh, okay. There's an animated. The animated series is where Harley Quinn was born. Based that's where she wasn't a comic character before the animated series. The animated series invented Harley Quinn, and there is a scene where you know she's his therapist, and the Joker basically conforms her. Because he's talking about, he invents like a backstory or whatever that's fake about his like abusive dad. Uh-huh. And Harley Quinn's like laughing and then he's like, but then he like beat me up and she starts to cry. And you can tell that she's like falling in love with him. It's not like Jared Leto grinning at her and being like, hi, I need a machine gun. I'm in love with you. Like, that's just, that happened in two seconds, you know? Yeah. Like, it, if you're gonna, if you're gonna include characters like that in a movie you have to give them room to breathe because those are iconic characters you can't just rush through that yeah and what i don't like about dc is they throw so much stuff in these movies so many iconic storylines that it ruins them for any future movies that would be superman used the death of superman the dark knight returns like all these different 
comic book storylines. Yeah. So that now you can't use them in future. They've wasted them. And Suicide Squad wasted that. I would have loved to see a solo Batman movie with Joker and Harley Quinn where it can show that. Yeah. But, nah. <sighs> yeah. And, you know, the thing that I immediately thought was that the movie was... The first part was enjoyable. With all the character introductions yeah, and the, the backstories. Yeah, the first 20 minutes was sick, yeah. But then, like, the t- hour and a half for the end was just them wandering dark alleys. Yeah, the movie was really... And not just dark as in tone, but... Like, like did someone forget black. to, like, turn the lights on the whole time? I don't think so. Or, I think they forgot... Right, I think so. I could think they, they just not to. afford lighting? No. <laughs> like, because the whole movie takes place <laughs> they didn't at pay night. The bill. And it's just, you have you have bright, like the whole trailer, the whole, all the marketing campaign is these bright colors, this these yeah. rainbow neon Hot Topic colors just shooting at you. And you're like, yeah. whoa, psychedelic, like crazy. It's so bright. The whole movie's not like that. No, the credits are. Yeah. So it's like so weird because, you know, it's all, it's, it's a lot of dark scenes and dark alleys and stuff. And then the credits are just like, and it's like a seizure you get. It's just crazy. And there were so like, there were so many things left unanswered as well. Like the mm-hmm. prison guard, yeah, who messed with all of them, and Harley said that he was dead. Like and I, the Joker was gonna kill him. Yeah, we never saw that be concluded. Well, that's because we barely ever saw the Joker. That's true. Um, so basically, yeah. So the whole point they get to they the government commissions them to be a team, basically yeah. with no liability. They can just go in. If they get killed, it doesn't matter. They're bad guys. If they get the job done, it's great. They get reduced time off their sentence or whatever. So they do that. Um, Captain Rick Flagg is the guy who's supposed to take control of them. He's the generic military man. Kind of a butt face. Kind of. A little bit. Um, and he's in love with uh, Cara Delevingne's character, the Enchantress. Or June Moon, I believe. June Moon. I think that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah June, Moon. June Moon. June um, Moon. Who then gets possessed by this witch called yeah. the Enchantress. And every time she goes, Enchantress, she becomes the Enchantress. So what if that just comes up in conversation? When she's just like, oh yeah, I heard the Enchantress. And then she turns into the Enchantress. Like, crap! Um, you know, it, and so she becomes, and so the whole point is that this witch has taken control of their body, but they they love each other and whatever. So Rick is like, you gotta keep her safe. And then she goes rogue. Because yeah. her brother, a male spirit or whatever, gets released, gloms onto this random dude and becomes this giant bland cgi guy who's messing stuff up that was gonna be a bigger character was not i don't they never mentioned his name no she just said my brother or brother and gotta take care of the big guy like we the villain does not have a name in this movie correct i don't get it um so yeah so you, you go on from there and uh and it's all about it's all, it's all about them coming together to, to overcome the odds. Yeah. They're all misunderstood. They're all villains. They, the world has, has done them no justice. Um, and that's, you know, like, I like that aspect, you know? Like, they're, they're villains. They're flawed characters. But it's also, a, a lot of villains have a tragic backstory. Yeah. You know? And then some don't. Like Captain Boomerang, who's just a dick. Yeah. So, you know, as in El Diablo, the breakout character of the movie. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he realizes... Definitely a, wi- definitely a wild card. Oh, yeah, but better than... Like, I thought he was just going to be a generic character. Yeah. I was like, is he going to kill like kill it off in the first... Is he going to be the Slipknot? <laughs> no, he, he actually becomes an incredibly fleshed-out character. He's yeah. the guy who has firepower. He's got controlled by, like, a fire demon, but he accidentally burns his his house down with his kids and his wife in it, which is, like, dark. Like, when these, yeah. like... I, 
burned my kids alive by accident, you know? Right. So he swears off violence. And that's an interesting aspect, you know? He's the most powerful guy, but he's like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't mm-hmm. want to fight. And then Will Smith gets all up in his face, and he ends up going, Bleh! and save them at the end. Um, so right. yeah, so like, there's cool, the best parts of this movie are the character moments, I'd say. Yeah. The interactions between... The worst guys. part is like, the main story. Yeah. Because... But the thing that I was saying is, the the first 20 or so minutes, yeah, where they're where introducing they introduce all the characters, character, that's yeah. great. When they're forming the squad, that's great. But mm-hmm. then I looked at my watch... I was like, I've been watching this movie for half an hour, and they're already on the final journey already. They're already mm-hmm. on the mission. Yeah. So there's going to be an hour and a half of this. Good. Yeah. I can't wait. And then it was just a bland, boring hour and a half. There's cool moments. Like there when, were some cool when moments, When Deadshot yeah. just, like, goes ham and just yeah. starts mowing <laughs> down all these, like, crazy creatures. Which, again, this movie, like, it just sounds... I, I It was rumored that the director, David Ayer, who also wrote the movie... Um, was given six weeks to write the script. What? Six weeks. That's, like, I have more time to complete an assignment than that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, no wonder he kind of laid on the whole tried and true, used way too many times tropes of superhero movies, as in an army of faceless villains, yeah. or army of faceless minions. It's being done in The Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron, where it's like the army of... Just disposable people. Yep. And then um, bland villain, who's all about world domination. Mm-hmm. You know, you could easily have have replaced Enchantress with like an Ultron or with you know someone like that. Yeah. It'd be the exact same thing. And then a blue sky beam. Yes. Every Classic. single superhero movie has a blue beam shooting <laughs> into the sky. Man of Steel had it with the World Engine machines. Avengers had it with the Tesseract thing. Fantastic Fan Four Stick had it. I still haven't it was, seen that. Yeah, movie. you know, I and you know, everyone knows my thoughts on yeah. that. Like, just every freaking superhero movie has a blue sky beam where it's like going to destroy the world, and it's just he just leaned on that. Yeah, anything could have been different. There's a great animated series called Assault on Arkham, where it's based. It's all about the Suicide Squad, and you can tell that it got a lot of influence from this, and they switch it up. And the Joker's an actual wild card in the movie and right. actually interacts with the squad. Yeah. Because if you watch the trailers, you might have thought, wow, the Joker's gonna be cool. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna be a wild card. He's gonna show he's gonna be in this and we're gonna see No. No. Pretty much what you saw in the trailer was his appearance exactly in the film. It. Yeah. Also, at the end of the movie, like the scene of Harley sipping the espresso machine is in the trailer. Yeah! That literally beginning to end the movie is in the trailer. Every trailer for this movie is better than the actual movie. Correct. The trailers got everyone so hyped. Yeah. The Bohemian Rhapsody one was insane. Yeah. The end Comic-Con um, trailer, like the first Comic-Con trailer with the creepy music was awesome. You know, but everything, every cool moment in the movie is in that trailer. Yeah. You're in, in, you've already seen it. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, you've seen pretty much every Joker scene you can think of. A lot of the Joker scenes you saw in the trailer didn't even get into the movie. (laughs) Just what the heck. I was so excited for the Joker. I was too. And everyone's crapping on Jared Leto's Joker. They say it's not good. They say it's bland or whatever. They say he's trying too hard. Well, no one will ever be as good as Heath Ledger. And that's because, hold on. Well, yeah, no one will. Rest in peace. Um, and you know what? It's just... It's ridiculous because it's an incomplete performance. Yeah, you didn't get this. You didn't get the whole package. 
Now I'm hoping that spoiler alert again. The last scene of the movie, yeah. not the after credit scene, the last scene of him breaking Harley out. Yeah. I hope that that is like a setting up for a Joker Batman movie. Now Deathstroke, like is the you next see the whole Deathstroke thing that happened? Ben Affleck released footage of you know who Deathstroke is? You recognize yeah, 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 him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Released footage of live action Deathstroke. Whoa. Like test footage. And it looks sick. And then do you know who Joe Manganello is? Yeah. Yeah, he's Deathstroke. He got really? Cast. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. So people are always speculating, saying, like, oh, the Ben Affleck directed Batman movie that's coming out in what people think is twenty eighteen. Um Wait, Affleck's the director? Yeah. Directing is he's he's an incredible director. He's really gonna make himself the best Batman. He will. I think he will. Have you seen The Town? I have seen The Town. It's that was a, a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies. And same he directed with, that? Same, yeah, he directed that. He directed Argo. Which I won, have not seen Which Argo. won Best Picture. And he directed this other movie called Gone Baby Gone, which is, like, really good as well. Mm. So, like, all of these movies, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes are great. He's, he's a great director. Yeah. Like, he really knows how to direct a movie. And the newest movie that he's directing called Li- Live By Night or Live By Night or something. Okay. Looks awesome. The trailer came out. He's starring in and directing it. Um, so I, I have confidence in Affleck. I hope they include the Joker and yeah. Harley, but I hope they don't just cut out. Well, they're making a Harley Quinn movie. I don't yeah, know if you saw that. I, and so I like that, that might be that, or more, more hopefully more of an origin story, and hopefully with Jared Leto. Yeah, I want to see more of this Joker. I think it's intriguing because what I love about this, what I thought was really cool, is that. The relationship between Harley and the Joker is kind of reminds me of like, like a cult, like Scientology, yeah. where like he took her, and bent her mind, and so that whole scene where she's on the acid thing and he's like, "Would you die for me?" and she's like, "Yes," and he's like, "It's too easy. Would you live for me?" and she's like, "I would, yeah." And he's like, "Prove it," and she, without even thinking, just drops yeah into the vat, and that reminded me of like in in a the Scientology documentary that I watched. They would like, they had like this big boat and they'd be like, prove your worth. And they're like, okay. And they just jump overboard. Freaking Scientology. It's insane. But just, I'm like, there you go. And like, in that brief moment, because the Joker's like, I'm finally rid of her. And then it's like, ah, but I love her. And he jumps in to save her. That's a great moment. And I'm like, where are we going to go from here? Nowhere. (laughs) Right. Oh, wait, no. Are we going to carry this? No. Now I want to dissect a scene for you. Okay. With you. Sorry. Not for you. With you. So when the Joe, I think one of the first instances of the Joker and Harley Quinn together, they're in the club. Right. What the hell happened <laughs> in that scene? She was dancing. Yeah. There was a dude. Gamble is what I referred to him as because he reminded me of Gamble <laughs> from The Dark Knight. Wouldn't even be able to buy a suit for his grandma. Yeah. Or a nickel no, for his grandma. Get, wouldn't be able to get a, a nickel, nickel for, for his grandma. grandma. Enough with the clown. Uh, 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 let's not blow, blow this, this out, out of proportion. proportion. You want to see a magic trick. Yeah, and then he F's him up. Um, uh, no, what, so here's... I'll tell you what happened. So what the heck happened in that scene? Right, so Harley's dancing. Yeah. And uh, Joker's watching. This is in some sort of club, right? Yeah. Um, this so is yeah, in the jo- she's, she's doing that. The Joker's club, I the, assume. I think, because the whole point of this Joker is that he's sort of like a, like a pimp. Yeah. Kinda, like a mob boss. Like yeah. he's called the King of Gotham or yeah. whatever. 
So, Gamble asks for something. I couldn't I can't really remember. See, I think he's like, job, like, we'll work together or job well done or something. Really sure. So the Joker calls Harley over. Right. And then says... Offers her to him as a trophy? So then she starts, like, grinding on him. Yeah. And then the Joker and Harley start saying what you don't like. No, Harley. So what does he say? Something like I don't so. Like he offers, the Joker offers. I guess offers Harley to him as like a trophy. And then he and then, and then Gamble the, says, "He's like, no, no that's the, your yeah. girl. Like, I don't want to start any beef." Yeah. And to then, which the Joker goes, "You don't want no beef. You don't want no beef." And then shoots him in the head. And then yeah, and then Harley's like, "You don't like me." It's like you don't like me, fine or whatever. And then the Joker's like, "Ha!" And then shoots him. Right. What? what? <laughs> so then, but then it cuts right. Or origins. But then it cuts right next to a getaway. But right. I'm like, Joker owns that club. Right. Even but maybe Batman, it, well, because ba- Batman's in the getaway scene, so maybe Batman showed up. But even, no, but like, even if, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, he, like, it's Joker's club. Like, even if he killed him, he's in the back room or whatever. Like, couldn't yeah. you just have been like, get my goons to take the dead body away and we can just chill? Like, why do you have to... It's like they robbed a bank, but it's... They're it's hanging own, out in downtown Toronto. Yeah. When um, they drove past the... They drove past the Big Slice was the only, like, sign that I recognized. I, I was, was like, like, hey, there like, it is. Hey, big Slice. Um, but it's like... Right by Ryerson. They drove right past Rye High. That's like... It's just the weirdest... Like, it just shows that... That looks like... It looks like an incomplete scene. Like, it looks like there's more to that. And they just cut it so weird because they're like, ah, we don't have enough time for this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Does your deleted scene list say anything about, like, did they cut anything during that sequence? Um, I'm not sure if it's during that sequence, but I do know that, hold on. There's a big, okay, but there's a big thing that they change. Okay, what? Sorry, I, that was bad podcasting. We just looked through that. That's okay. So, I, but I, I do think they cut something out. It just might not be listed as official because it's probably just like it's not a full scene. It's just a couple right. of different things. Um, but they reworked a lot of the Joker and Harley dynamic, which is a, the biggest selling point of this movie. I think was the Joker and Harley dynamic. Like the yeah. Joker's in the background, and like he's like the main floating force over all of the all the posters and all that. So the squad breaks a man so the whole point is that they're supposed to get this asset out of like this big tower because this ta- because the city that they're in has been controlled by enchantress and her brother and all their minions <laughs> and they have and they say an asset is trapped inside whatever yeah so we're we're moving away from that no no we're gonna come back scene, right we're gonna, okay we're, oh no we're, the gamble scene we have no idea yeah. what happened there rip gamble scene. Rip, rip gamble scene but they so the whole point is that they they kind of just like so they, they go to get the asset out, right? Yeah. And the, and when they when they're like, oh, we finally found the asset. I was like, which crazy character are they going to produce? Yeah. Is it going to be like Mister Freeze? Is it going to be like Lex Luthor? Yeah. Is it going to be like who is it? It's Amanda. Is it going to be Bruce Banner? Bruce Banner. <laughs> Bruce, ba- Bruce is the Hulk. <laughs> is it going to be Bruce Wayne? So I don't know. Like that would have been cool if it was Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But then he like turns on. And he's just like arresting you get or something mm-hmm. like that like it'd be cool or just like says thanks like gives them all a once over and flies away yeah because <laughs> batman can do that um, rips his face off and it's actually 
Clark Kent. Yeah, but I'm like... There's... Takes his glasses off, and everyone's like, whoa, where did Superman come from? <laughs> Puts them back on. Where did he go? Where did Superman go? Where did he go? Um, but I, like, the whole... <laughs> So the, Jack News Reporter. Why are we saving this Jack the, News Reporter? Wait, the Superman's best, here. Why can't he just save? Wait, where did Clark go? The best looking Wait, journalist. Wait, Clark's of here, but where did Superman go? Wait, Clark Kent died, and then Superman died on the same day. That's not suspicious. <laughs> that happened. They look so even though similar. there's no Clark Kent body in the yeah. coffin. <laughs> um, so it's it's the weirdest thing. Anyway, so they and I'm like they had so much potential to introduce a surprise. You seen? Have you seen Interstellar? No. Okay, well, in Interstellar, they rescue this this uh, this astronaut that they've been talking about the whole movie, but you don't know who it is. Yeah. And hasn't been promoted in, in any of the marketing or whatever. Yeah. Turns out the astronaut's Matt Damon. Just shows up in the middle of the movie, and you're like, whoa, Matt Damon? Like, that's crazy. Have you seen... You haven't seen Lost? No. All five seasons, excluding the sixth, of course. Wait. What am I saying? I have no idea. The first five seasons. Yes. They're talking about this character named Jacob. Okay. Who apparently runs the island. Now, you don't know who it is. This mysterious figure, Jacob. Yeah. You think, oh, maybe it's going to be one of these characters. Season 5 finale. Episode starts. You're like, oh, is just a guy on a beach? Jacob. Spoiler alert. But it's Jacob, right? Yeah. Just the, again, another example of introducing a new wild character out of nowhere. But. Yeah. Now you. Say what you're gonna say. It's Amanda Wall. Right. Like, that's the person which and she's been talking to them the whole time, and every time you see her talking to them, they're cutting to her in like what looks like a war room. Yeah. Turns out that war room was where the squad was headed to. Yeah. Such a waste of opportunity. Yeah. And although she's a great character, like you could have introduced a really cool person and totally taken it off and, and because the whole point is that this movie ended up being predictable. Yeah. You like it, it's so formulaic, and you could have been like, whoa, they're they're, you know, they're rescuing I don't know, anybody. And you're like, whoa! It could have been like Two-Face, or it could have been Black Mass, or it could have yeah. been someone. Bane! Anybody. It's Amanda Waller. So then they kind of bring out bring her out onto like a roof of the building, and the Joker's helicopter comes down, and he gets Harley back. And, Har- and they're all like, don't abandon us, Harley, and she does. So they go over, they have like a real quick... Wait, wait, before we talk about that, Amanda Waller turns heel... And shoots up everyone. Yeah. And no one says anything. No, no one says anything at all. Because they're, they're bad guys. But well, Plausible deniability. That's what she said. It's so weird. I, I was know. like, wait, who did she... Did she just... I was like, wait did a second. Did she just shoot someone? Hold on one hot minute. What? Like, she's supposed to be the good guy, and she just shot down, like, well, that five is, innocent people. Her character is, like, she does anything... She doesn't care who gets in the way as long as she accomplishes her mission. Like, she's sort of... She's like a government agent that... I guess works for good, but her and Batman are always fighting. Yeah. Which you can see in the post credit scene. Yeah. Which everyone in the theater left for. Really? Yeah. I was the only one who Maybe saw it. Maybe because no DC Comics movie has had an after credit scene until this one. Yeah. Um, everyone left except for me. But anyway, so the biggest change... And I, I would have left, but I was on my phone. So okay. That's the only so you're like, I wait, was it's like, done? I was like, okay. I was like, whoa, there's an after credit scene. So, so they get onto a roof. Joker comes in, gets Harley or whatever. <laughs> They're in a helicopter. Yeah. But then out of the blue, another helicopter comes in. A lot of helicopters in this movie, by the way. Another helicopter comes in, shoots down the Joker's helicopter as it's going down. In the movie that you saw, that we saw in theaters, it looks like Joker is pushing Harley out of the helicopter to save her. Yeah. Because then it looks like Joker died. 
Because that's right. the, the whole point is that Harley thinks I the didn't, Joker died. I didn't get that he pushed her. I got that they just, like, something like the helicopter shook and she just fell. That's what I got. No, he pushed her out to look like, in the movie, like he was saving okay. her. I didn't see so that. So it's like, I just oh, that's fall. so loving. I just thought they fell. And I'm like, that's not a character, because the Joker wouldn't, doesn't care. Like, yeah. And he just saved her. Apparently, the deleted scene, they, re- they reworked that with editing. Whereas the main deleted scene is that basically it's like they remove several scenes with the Joker to repaint his relationship with Harley as more loving than abusive. It's mainly, it's supposed to be abusive, yeah. but they repaint his loving, especially in early cuts. He reportedly pushes her out to kill her from the helicopter when the helicopter gets shut down. But apparently it was reworked in editing to show that he, re- he, that basically the helicopter got shut down. He pushed her out to save her. Mm. Changes the Joker's character altogether. Yeah. So. Makes Joker look like a good guy. It makes him look like he actually loves her when he really doesn't. Yeah. And the whole point is that the Joker doesn't care about Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn cares a lot about the Joker. But then the Joker becomes like. It's supposed to be an allegory for an abusive relationship. Yeah. But it doesn't. Saw another fun fact here. We were talking about Slipknot. In earlier cuts reportedly included a passing reference to Slipknot being a serial rapist. Whoa! <laughs> Likely to further paint him as unsympathetic to the audience ahead of his own death. Ahead. Good pun. Um, <laughs> that would have been interesting. I feel like Whoa. this movie didn't have balls. Like, this movie didn't... It painted a lot of... Like, painted a lot of, um... A lot of stuff that could have worked well. It had a lot of hype. It had a lot of expectation. And they kind of just wimped out of a lot of decisions. You know? Yeah. They wimped out of including the Joker and really getting into, like, the devious nature of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And they wimped out of doing decisions like that. Showing villains as not just sympathetic heroes, but as villains. Like, some sometimes villains don't have a tragic backstory. Right. Sometimes they're just dicks. Yeah. Slipknot is just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Boomerang. He's just a dick now, because his body got blown up. Oh. That might be the only thing left. But <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not even. I don't know. I, like... That was so weird. I didn't even know that he... Like, there were so many things in this movie where it just took me a few seconds to realize what had happened. Like, when yeah. he kind of blew up, like, I didn't know wait, that... what? I, I didn't know that he died. Yeah. I thought he just kind of went like, and then he was going to fall and be like, ah, I won't do that again. <laughs> no. no, then he was hanging. I was like, wait a minute. Did they just kill one where, of the main where does characters? Head um, but I didn't even realize they blew his head off. What the heck? I missed so much stuff. I know! This movie was so dark. And this movie... Like, dark, like, as we said, color, like, like darkness. Like, dark as in light. Like, yes, there was like, no, there was no light. Um, also, with, with that, like, the editing was ridiculous. The it's way they weird. edited scenes was so weird. So, the first trailer that really got people hyped, the first time anyone saw Jared Leto's Joker, was when Leto comes up really, and he's really like, bad. I'm not gonna kill him to hurt you really, really bad. That scene was edited... In the movie, so freaking weird. I thought I was having a seizure. I thought I was. I thought I was having a stroke. That I yeah. was like that. My brain, half of it, was turning to mush, and I'm like, "What's going on?" But no, that's how it like it gets like purple, and then like it like does the wave at one point, I think, and then like I'm so weird. I'm like, be normal. Like, just I get that it's like supposed to be like a descent into madness, but like that's so weird, and that just annoyed me. Annoyed me so much. Weird. Now the best part, the best parts of the movie, Batman, most accurate Batman. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, and when he punches Harley in the face underwater, 
That was so good. <laughs> She's like, ah, and he's like, Poof. and just that like, was like but then, the only part. Harley's face there kind of like terrified me a little bit. Yeah. Underwater Margot Robbie is scary. Yeah. But then. <laughs> Also, how did Batman get that much velocity in his fist? It's underwater. I don't know. Lester being elbow rocket Pacific Rim style. Yeah, um, exactly. Which is, I think we should review that movie because that's one of my that's favorite. True. I want to rewatch that. It's so good. Um, but then the weirdest—I didn't catch this on my first. Like I've only seen it once, but I, I thought it was so weird because then Batman t- gets her out of the water, rescues her. Yeah. Puts her on the Batmobile, and it looked like when Batman went to go give her mouth to mouth, he actually kissed her. Yeah. But it was just Harley kissing Batman. Oh, and I'm like, okay. I'm, because they paint Harley as such a like sexual object at the start of the movie. She be, she develops into like a well fleshed out independent character yeah. after. But the start of the movie, she's literally basically just a sex object. Like yeah. she's licking bars in her prison. Yeah. She's talking about I sleep with anyone I want. I'm yeah. a stripper. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, my boyfriend offers me as a trophy to to gamble. gamble. Yep. Um. So I'm like, even Batman can't keep his hand, keep keep his keep it in his pants with Harley. But I, I, I was told that it's really that she went to go kiss him to mess with him, and then she starts okay. laughing. So I'm like, okay, but Batman's like, Ugh, even if I don't like girls, I like bats. Yeah, I like justice. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's it, it's just all these. Like, I'm in love with Barbara. I, like I don't think any killing joke. Yeah. Have you seen the animated movie? Not the whole thing. Well, have you seen when Batman and Batgirl bang on a roof? Yeah. Weird. Weird. Really weird. Really um, weird. Uh, not in the comic. I'll no. tell you that. Um, but yeah, so like, lest you watch any Marvel movie, there's no m- moments like that in Marvel movies. Like, everything is out in the open. Yeah. And they yeah. do it really well. Yeah. They do it really well. And there aren't there are a lot of there aren't a lot of moments in Marvel movies where you're like, wait, what just happened? Or like you have like the, these movies. Like, I don't know if it's just the tone or the decisions, but there's so many moments like we've just covered where you're like, wait, wait, that happened. But I, but that's not what I, what like. <laughs> it's so weird, and I get that like it makes you want to think about the movie or whatever. But then like people can have a totally different view of the movie. Like yeah. they think the story's different. Right now. The Joker not being in the movie, like, being in the movie for, like, ten minutes or whatever. Yes. Is, I'd say, the most disappointing part of the movie. Because he looked prime. Now, mainly because of J- Jared Leto's method acting. Okay. And we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this. Okay. So Jared Leto got real into character mm. to become the Joker. He described it as giving birth through his pee hole. Whoa. That's what he said. Um, painful? Very painful. I'd say, like, just because it's, it's, you have to go down a certain road to become the Joker. So, I pulled up a list of every crazy method acting thing that the Joker has done. Okay. The first one is apparently Will Smith said on the set he never actually met Jared Leto. He only met the Joker. What? (laughs) So, Jared Leto stayed in character the whole shoot. Oh, right. I remember hearing about that. So, uh, he's like, we worked together for six months and we've never exchanged a word outside of action and cut. Smith said, we've never said hello, we've never said good day, I've only ever spoken to him as Deadshot and him as the Joker. I literally have not met him yet, not a single word exchanged off camera. He was all in on the Joker. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Sounds like, okay, awesome. Jared Leto's going all in. Taking it seriously. So then Margot Robbie received a live rat from Jared Leto. (laughs) Oh my. Now this is where it's weird, because why do you think that's what the Joker would do? 
she's like, among the many gifts method actor Jared Leto bestowed upon his castmates was a live rat. Leto gifted the rat to Robbie, who plays Joker's deranged love Harley Quinn in the film, and she seemed pretty chill about it. At first I thought this was disgusting, but then after that I was like, I'm not going to kill him. I guess the rat. Yeah. Um, Robbie told Jimmy Fallon, so I ended up keeping him as a pet. Ended up getting him like a sweet little playpen, slide, a hammock, and a leash because I wanted to take him on to set and walk him around. But then our landlord at the place I was staying at found out. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's that's a shame. But like that's weird. And then apparently Jared Leto sent a dead hog. What? To everyone. As the Joker, of course. Yeah, well, as the Joker. Um, he did some bad things. What? Yeah, Andy Sand anal beats. So. <laughs> Does Jared Leto think the Joker's main characteristic is sending presents to people? Like, does he just like he's well, the I mean, worst? Batman get... always gets the presents. And I've always thought. So Jared it Leto wasn't Jared Leto that's what do you have it. to... It's Jared Leto's poor assistant that had to know, deliver that's... some dead sixteen-year-old anal bees. Some sixteen-year-old kid from like Missouri who moved to LA to make it big and became Jared Leto's executive assistant and has to have <laughs> the unfortunate task. Mm. Of delivering anal beads to different actors. It'd <laughs> be like, hey kid, hey, can, you Will... de- can you deliver this bleeding box to uh, Hey, Will critically Smith? acclaimed actor Will Smith, here's anal beads from the Joker. I'm I'm a I'm an intern. And Jared Leto they, they gave me this job. Uh, and he apparently also sent everyone a box full of nudie mags, a dildo, a switchplate, and a used condom. Oh, how is that what the Joker does? The Joker... What? I don't. First of all, I don't think the Joker is conscious enough to use a condom in the first place. Correct. I don't, the first, when I think of the Joker, the first thing I don't think of is safe sex. Right. In a, in, if uh. the Joker was portrayed the way that he was in the movie, as a character, he would be riddled with STDs. Because uh, he doesn't care. This is just messed. Apparently, uh, he scared Scott Eastwood. Who's that? He was the second-in-command guy. Oh, okay. He's actually a big actor. He's Clint Eastwood's son. He's a relatively big actor. Forgot he was in the movie. As it said yeah. here. Uh, scared him. Freaked out directed director David Ayer. Um, so apparently he's like, he certainly con- constantly has to give birth to himself. He goes away, he comes back, he shoots, he goes away. Joker is something you have to be. And you can see how exhausting and painful it is for him to be this character. But you can feel it when he comes to work. The crew feels it. Everyone feels it. It's like the bird stopped flying. He's effing terrifying. Well, I didn't see that in the movie. Because you cut him out, David. Yeah, freaking David. Um, what else did he do? Uh, so apparently, and apparently Margot Robbie doesn't even think of Jared Leto and the Joker as the same person. And there's also, like, I think he sent a box of bullets to Will Smith, which you can't buy individual bullets. You have to buy clips. So he, like, bought a clip and just kind of snapped off bullets <laughs> and sent them to him. Because Deadshot that is shoots, weird. shoots bullets, don't you know? Uh, um, but the thing, this is an incomplete performance. If he you, did all that for nothing. Yeah, and he's pissed about it. Like, he's actually, he's just like, I thought, I thought it was going to be in the movie more. They promised me all the marketing was was there and and they cut me out it's like if like it's like if um if in civil war you know everyone's hyped for spider-man and spider-man shows up for like one scene and then dips like spider-man doesn't have a ton of screen time but he's got way more screen time in this movie than the joker or he's got way more screen time in civil war than the joker you know the Joker's like a wild card like he should have shown up and done and messed he doesn't even interact with the whole suicide squad i know one of the one of the actually the scenes that was cut out 
was that after Joker gets shot down, he reemerges um, in the subway station, face half burnt from the helicopter crash. Um, he calls for Harley to escape with him, but she refuses for once in order to help her friends. So that would have established a great character arc with Harley Quinn. Um, and then the Joker escapes throwing a live grenade at the group to cover up his escape. But they cut that out for some reason. Huh. And then reshot it. So basically the whole... Well, they cut that out because they reconfigured it to yeah. show him saving Harley. Yeah. And the whole... And basically eliminated Harley's independence and even though... And got her back with the Joker. Which I guess it would be nice to... It's nice to have them as a pairing for future movies, but... Yeah. Come on. Um, so they kind of... So eventually they kind of... They all have this one big... One big fight. Rick Flag is kind of just like... I'm done being the being the guy who's a jerk. Like I'm gonna drink with you guys in this bar. I'm just a mopey, yeah, mopey guy. And they all they all talk about how you know. They all talk about how they have problems, and El yeah. Diablo tells a story about how he burned his kids alive and yeah. stuff. And and you know everyone talks. Yeah, everyone talks to each other, and that I love that scene, the bar scene. They all come together. The chemistry is great between the actors. They look like they are having fun. Har- Harley Quinn says that Killer Croc's not good looking on the outside. Then Har- then Killer Croc says that he is. Yeah. Then Harley says that he is. Yeah. And then they banged. No. No, they didn't. Um, <sighs> but, like, they didn't... Like, to put in perspective here, Guardians of the Galaxy is a lot like this movie. Okay, before you go into that... Okay, sorry. I just said Killer Croc... Yes. And the the one thing that I was thinking about Killer Croc the whole movie, and I love Killer Croc. Yeah, he's great. I used him as yeah. my first superhero I think you villain did. of the pod. Yeah? His head <laughs> was so much bigger than his body. That's true. Yeah. He didn't even look ripped. Well, he looked like he looked muscular, but he wasn't big like Killer Croc is big. Yeah. You know? Now there are different versions, like Killer Croc. I know that there are different versions of Killer Croc, but this Killer Croc, like all I could think about was that his head was way too big for his body. The main origin, like the proper origin of Killer Croc, is not that he's like the lizard. He's not supposed to look like the lizard right. from Spider-Man. It's supposed to be he had a skin condition that gave him scales, and he just got jacked and became like a mercenary or whatever. He's yeah. not supposed to be like a lizard. Like a crocodile. Like a croc, like a literal crocodile. He's supposed to just adapt these because he, he had a skin condition where he got fangs and, and scales and everyone ridiculed him for his looks. And so he ended up embracing the animal inside him, Yeah, which is another thing that got cut because apparently it says there was backstory. Yeah, there was no Killer Croc backstory. Um, yeah, it says early reports indicated more backstory for Killer Croc, revealing that he, his entire life as he, that he, his entire, okay, the, the grammar is as bad here as it is on Metacritic. Um <laughs> He was a social outcast. Uh, he was working as muscle for hire, um, and uh, yeah, and he only views him- he views himself as a twisted kind of beautiful. There was no backstory for that. In in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a movie very similar, and they gave every character something to do. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon was the wild card. He was doing yeah. all this crazy stuff. He was yelling at people. Groot was like the muscle, but also really sweet. Um, Gamora had her whole thing with like Nebula and they would like fight with each other, but also she was kind of like, I guess maybe Peter Quill's moral conscience, you know, Dave Batista, Dave Batista was there throwing Batista bombs. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and Star Lord was like, you know, the main, I guess the main heart or the main person there, you know, like everyone had a job to do. They didn't give like katana had nothing to do and if you no. say that her sword captures souls so show her sword capturing a soul yes they didn't do that at all they, they showed the souls but they, they never didn't. showed it her capturing it yeah 
Also, very confused about what her backstory is like. Her husband, her husband got, got murdered killed by the sword. So she and took so the sword. It trapped his soul in there. So why is she trapping all the bad person's souls in with her husband's soul? No idea. No clue. This makes zero sense to me. Yeah. And also, why doesn't she just slice her own throat to capture and, her soul and then be in the sword? Because she's saying all this, I'll be with you one day. But just, you can do it right now. Yeah, you can just do it. Per- just perform ninja or samurai suicide. Yeah. Badass. Just do it now. And um, you can be with him. There's all freaking katana. See, the whole thing is if you don't, if you turn your brain off and watch this movie, it's a, it's a fun ride. But if you think at all, like we're doing right now, it falls apart in your hands. And also, like they they added that they kept that scene in of boomerang cracking open that that soda. I like that. It's not soda. It's a beer. Was it a beer? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was like an energy drink type thing. He, uh, that could have been Joker time, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, put the Joker in. There's so that many movie. Scenes. That scene was like fun for a trailer little scene, but you took Joker scenes out and you kept that one in. And it wasn't even like it wasn't you even know like annoying? in the trailer when he was quiet and he made that noise. Like there was boom playing in the back. They had boom. to, yeah. And they they took out Joker scenes to replace them with Rick Flag June Moon making love. Ugh. I couldn't care less about that relationship. And also, can we talk about the friggin' yoga? They focused more on that relationship than Joker and Harley's relationship. The dumbest thing ever. Who gives? I don't care about Rick Flagg. I don't care about him at all. And also, can we talk about the final battle when they're in the subway station and they have to plant a bomb under Enchantress? So the Killer Croc does that weird croc walk into the water. (laughs) 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 He's like, I got this. And he doesn't even put the bomb there. I know. It's like, you could have given him one thing to do. He doesn't even do it. It's friggin' Clint Eastwood's kid. He just does this weird little waddle into the water, swims a bit, and and gives a hand off. Have him do it. Yeah, I know, but I think I'm pretty sure the guy who let the bomb off gets blown up. But that would have been cool to show Killer Crocs, like, indestructible. You know? Yeah. And, anyway, so Diablo in, in... like, the whole point is that Enchantress is building this whole thing to destroy humanity, which has never been done before, and the Suicide Squad is trying to come after her, and, and basically the whole point is they're trying to distract her while they place a bomb under her to blow her up. Under the, the under brother. The, yeah, under the brother to blow him up. Brother. Thus weakening Enchantress so they can yeah. get, into, to get her. El Diablo finally embraces the demon inside of him. Turns into a pretty cool looking demon, yeah. gotta say. Has a slug fest. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. They were just so- rock 'em sock 'em robots. CGI war. Yeah, which. What can come you on, do? Come on, come <laughs> on. Um, can we talk about during that scene, the uh, the yoga DVD that apparently Enchantress thought she was in because she was doing the weird. Uh, she was like salsa dancing. She was like, "You'll never stop me." While she's like, I moving hated her every time they showed Enchantress. I hated it. Her... No, before before yeah. she turned into like this weird little god thing. She was fine. She was a she cool was fine. Yeah, and weird, very e- creepy and evil. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, I thought like when, when she first... started moving her hips like Shakira, oh I gosh. was I was about to walk out of the theater because I hated that character so much. Like I hated that character. Look, I know that your hips don't lie, but sometimes you don't have to tell the truth all the time. I know. Maybe you could. Maybe your hips could have lied this one time uh, and just relaxed a bit. I know. Um. That's so weird. And what was cool is they set up a cool character because the first scene when she encounters the Enchantress spirit in the cave, that's like a horror movie. Yeah. That's cool. Make her like that. Yeah. But instead they made her this big, like, 
blue goddess who was always moving her hips and all I can think of is if you had taken the CGI out of that scene, how weird it would have looked to shoot. I know. It's like what the direction is like, okay, Kara. <sighs> watch this Shakira so in music the, video. In this, yeah, yeah. Here's watch Hips Don't Lie. Yeah. And basically whatever you see Shakira doing, do that. But aren't I supposed to be a diabolical villain? No. You're Shakira. You're Shakira in this Shakira. Think, think Shakira. Yeah. And it was just, anyway, yeah, they blow her up. Sloppy. Everyone's good. But then they realize, they reveal, they only get 10 years off their sentence and everyone's serving like lifetime sentences. I know, it's, it's so like, dumb. It's like this whole movie, oh wait, this whole movie turns out was actually for nothing. And even though Will Smith is still a vicious murderer, he, he gets visits with his daughter. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, Will Smith's such a good dad. He's teaching his daughter math explaining by explaining bullet trajectory to kill somebody. Correct. Not a good dad. No. No. Um, and then, of course, Joker breaks in. Mm-hmm. And uh, takes Harley, and uh, and dips out of there, and cue credits. Yeah, and it was the weirdest end. It was the weirdest. It just two ended hours so abruptly. Taken a part of it, it ended like it was just like we're home, and then boom, and I was like, wait, what? Like that's it? <laughs> like, there was no okay. There's nothing else. Please, you gave us three hours with Batman versus Superman, and didn't progress anything. Please just give us another half an hour with this movie, and give, give us something more. I don't get it. Like it's. It's so weird. They they made so many just questionable decisions in this movie that it it neutered any potential it could have had. And there were good like there were good moments in this movie. Yeah. Overall, I overall I it was would a, say as I we said it was it. a fun ride. Yeah. But when we look at it critically, it falls apart. Like Deadshot was awesome. Yeah, mowing down people, you believe that he was a good shot. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn was crazy she was a wild card but she also had this vulnerability to her margot robbie did a fantastic job she is like in the same sense that like hugh jackman was born to play wolverine robert down jr was born to play tony stark um you know like all those harley quinn was born to play or margot robbie is born yeah. to play harley quinn um and then really aside from that is that accent like her actual accent no her actual she's australian okay because she had that same accent in wolf of wall street yeah but I just started to think that it was like her accent. No, nah, no, nah. she's actually Australian, um, which just shows that the fact that she can do a Brooklyn accent and she's Australian is pretty, pretty darn. Gotham, impressive. New Jersey, they're all <sighs> Devils fans. Um, yeah, it was just the weirdest. It was the it, it was a movie that didn't know what it wanted to be. Hmm. As emo as it was, it was like that thirteen-year-old emo kid who doesn't really know right who he is. Right. Speaking of... When will my reflection show who I am inside? Like Mulan. Um, it was like that. And there were great moments in it. The I thought the action was pretty cool. I yeah. thought, for the most part, yeah. not bad. But then there were weird lulls, like you said, in dark alleys for no reason. Yeah. It was just... I just wanted more Joker. Yeah, me too. End of the day, more Joker is all this movie needed. Yeah. I really think... I really think that, and I think if Jared Leto... I think Leto, that's why it got shat on so much, is because it yeah, had no Joker. I think, I think, yeah, it got shat on, I think, because it, first of all, it was edited by someone, by an ADHD cocaine addict, <laughs> and it was also, like, it, it promised a lot of things that it didn't deliver on. Yeah. So, all in all, I mean, that's Suicide Squad. Yeah. In a nutshell. Um, so now we're going to go on to our classic, Metacritic... The People Have Spoken. The People Have Spoken. 
Do you want to read first, or do you want me to read first? I can read first. You did okay. the heavy lifting. So I'll do one and three, you do two and four. Okay. This first one's by Darth Marcus. <laughs> See, <laughs> whose apprentice is he? Is he, is he like... <laughs> reminds me of, like, if that was, like, Darth Vader's kid who never really learned how to throw a spiral. Darth, Darth... Who wanted to paint more instead yeah. of... Darth yeah. Marcus. Terrible. Don't watch it. Waste your money on building a fence around your house to lock movies like this one out. I don't even know where to start. A Joker that cares about money, cars, and expensive rings? WTF? Seriously? Did the director even bother to read one comic? I think, actually, the director read too many comics. <laughs> yes. I Like, because comic books, a lot of things that happen in comic books are exclusive to comic books. There's yeah. so much exposition. You can just flip-flop around different places. You don't have to explain... Like, it's crazy. That doesn't translate right to movies. It's the same reason why Watchmen suck, because they followed it directly. It doesn't translate. And I think that's why. Like, he was just like, I'm going to literally take a comic and transport it onto the screen. But you have to adapt that, you know? There's a reason why Marvel doesn't, ex like, exclusively follow every storyline. Mm -hmm. This one, like, almost exactly did that, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Thanks, Darth Marcus. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, I hate to inform you, Darth Marcus, but if you have the internet, movies like this one can find you no matter what kind of fence you build around your house. So Correct. you really did just waste your money. <laughs> so my this review is uh, Marius. It's from Marius Malmer. It goes, it's Scorpion King meets Batman and Robin with a lousy plot and storytelling. The movie was terrible. I had hoped the movie would be okay, but it was a huge disappointment. DC just keeps failing. Thanks, Marius. Um, Scorpion King. So Dwayne Johnson. Wait, how? But how is it Scorpion King? Like what? I don't. I, what I part don't know of that movie had of... anything to do <laughs> with Scorpion know. King? It wasn't in Egypt. There was no The Rock. <laughs> I don't. Right. There were no scorpions. What? There were no scorp. What? What does that mean? It's like it was like. Like I can't just be like it was like it was Love like, Actually. It was but like, also it, like it was like Battleship meets meets. Aaron Brockovich. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. Those are two movies that have nothing to do with this movie that we just saw. <laughs> Battleship meets Aaron Brockovich. I want to see that movie. Yikes. Thanks, right. Mar Marius Mulmer. Oh, boy. I think this one's going to This be next one's quite something. Pablo Bird 22. <laughs> now, I don't really know how to do the punctuation on this one. The two upside down yeah. exclamation marks? Yeah, so it's the worst, all caps, surrounded by two upside down exclamation marks and two normal exclamation marks. The worst DC movie, comma, ever made, comma, me and my girlfriend got so disappointed with this piece of crap. The Joker was awful. He looks like a painted Johnny Deep. He even doesn't remember me as Heath Ledger's Joker. Wait. Wait, what? Is this, is this Heath, Heath Ledger? Ledger? Is Heath Ledger's ghost Pablo Bird 22? <laughs> he doesn't rem even he even doesn't remember me as Heath Ledger's Joker. What? Whoa. And I thought that he was supposed to be the main villain, but no. All this asterisk time the villain was Enchantress. They hired Jared Leto as the Joker. Upside down question mark. Just to find Harley Quinn? Normal question mark. The only good thing in this movie was Harley Quinn and Deadshot, but that doesn't mean this movie was great. No, don't waste your money. 
Calls him Johnny Deep. Also, he that's a good. That's Johnny. like a good porn name, Johnny Deep. Oh my. Um, and also, and apparently, so we found out Heath Ledger's not dead. Yeah, it's East Pablo Bird twenty two. We're on to you. We found who who you are, Pablo Bird. The secret's out. What the hell was he doing with <laughs> punctuation? At? I don't know. He used also. How do you make upside down? I have no idea. Letters. He used upside down exclamation marks and no, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Upside down exclamation marks and upside down question marks, and then for no reason used like stars. Yeah. Like this star, this, star, star, time. I guess villain. it's all this effing time, but there's only four stars. All this f time. All this f time. All this beep s time. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> so Heath Ledger's he ghost. he lost a couple of yeah. cells. I think what he was trying to say like... is he doesn't remind me of Heath oh. Ledger's Joker, but I, I don't think this guy can speak English. So <laughs> that's why I chose yeah. it. <laughs> so the final pe- the final review of the people of spoken yeah <laughs> is by the username Metacritic is ass. Um, he I mean, says he wrote this like a poem. He's, it literally, I'm gonna read it like a poem. <laughs> okay, this movie is made for children. I got dumber watching this monstrosity. I loved barely being able to see this movie. It's literally dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they put a black screen on the entire movie. I'm glad I had trouble seeing it because it had the most awkward dialogue in history. If you are below the age of ten, go ahead and watch this. You'll enjoy it. Anyone older will see a theatrical travesty. I just love that we talked a lot about how dark this movie was. And this guy and was this like, <laughs> I loved barely, barely being able to see this. <laughs> it's literally dark. <laughs> Thanks, Metacritic is ass. Um, you really yeah. got the job done. Speaking of people pooping on uh, movie review sites, should we really briefly before we end cover the fact that there was a petition oh, yes. by fanboys, and I want to reiterate fanboys. Not fangirls. And not fan men. Because oh. adults don't do this. Right. That when Suicide Squad came out, and it has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which I think is too low. Yikes, that's way too low. I would say it's like a 53. Yeah. Like, 26 is like nearing Adam Sandler territory. 26 is worse than Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Worse than... It's um, worse than Batman versus Superman, isn't it? Or yeah, it's one worse than Batman v Superman, which this movie was better than Batman yes, v Superman. It's worse than so many movies that are way worse. Correct. Way worse than this. Correct. Um, and the petition is there's a disconnect between critics and audiences. You may enjoy a movie regardless what the critics say about it. We must get the people to know that the criticism that not the measure we, Wait. we must get the people to know that the criticism not the criticism not the measure of of the quality of movies. It's just the opinions oh of critics. My. So even when you're making your stupid change.org petition, which doesn't change anything, by the way, never ever has a change.org petition ever actually right. worked. Also, they don't have you enough can't supporters. Even freaking write properly. <laughs> because you're probably in your mom's basement typing with one hand. Oh. You know, this is the... Du- Balls just, in the other. Yes. Just because a lot of people don't like the movie that you like does not mean they're wrong. Right. Also, Rotten Tomatoes does not review movies. Rotten Tomatoes aggregates, takes all the reviews of everyone. 
mm-hmm. and puts them through an algorithm to give it a percentage of people who rated it fresh or rotten. Yeah. That it doesn't independently review anything. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting pissed at Rotten Tomatoes, that just literally is the messenger. Yeah. You're literally killing the messenger. You're murdering him. You're putting an Uzi up to his throat, pulling the trigger. It's so stupid. It's yeah. like it's it's a it's supposed to be an average opinion of what every critic thinks. It's not what Rotten Tomatoes thinks. Yeah. It's 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 like it's like a message board. Yeah. Instead of targeting the author, mm-hmm. you're targeting the me- the authors. You're targeting the message board. You're stupid and you're immature, and it's because of you that mm-hmm. we can't have nice things. <laughs> yes. Because you can't just that. It's why you'll never. Will these movies will never get taken seriously because of you? And now people are. And you wonder why everyone. You think everyone's rooting against these DC movies? It's because people love to see. Idiots like you freak out. Yeah. I love these movies and I want this movie. I'm sure both of us want this movie universe to succeed. Yeah. But now I'm kind of hoping that the next movie that comes out sucks just to see everyone tear each other apart. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get your head out of your ass and stop being an idiot. That's mainly <laughs> what the theme of that is. But uh, And that's the moral of this show. So Patrick... Our final thing is, uh, what would you rate the movie? And remember, you rate it out of things. I know, I remember. I think I would rate this movie. I would rate this movie. Hmm. What would I rate this movie? Yeah, you tell me. I have a number, I'm just trying to think of a thing. Okay. Do you have a thing? I have a thing. Okay, yeah. then you go. I would rate this movie... 2.75 Slipknot Lady Punches out of a possible five. I would I would give this movie a I would give this movie a 2.5 Joker scenes missing out of five. 2.5 Joker scenes missing out of five. Yeah. I would give 2.75 Croc Killer Croc crab walk waddles into the water. <laughs> I would give 2.5 Harley Quinn sexualized scenes yeah. out of 5. Yeah. she's She kind of redeems herself at the end, but then when the Joker comes and she goes with him, it kind of loses its whole point. <laughs> um, yeah. So... I would give it 2.5 Rick Flag tears out of 5. <laughs> I give it 2.5 Rick Flag haircuts because he changes his hair in the middle of the movie. He has flow at the start when he's in that government meeting. And by the end of the movie, he's got a buzzer. When did he have time to get a haircut in between when the squad was assembled? He's like, going into battle. Gotta look sharp. I don't know. Gotta have my bowl. Gotta have cereal. <laughs> Seeing everything that time's gone. Um, yeah, so that's it. I mean... Had what, a, what more is there to say about Suicide Squad? Not much. It had a ton of potential, and it just it didn't uh, didn't fulfill it. No. Um, so hopefully, I mean, Wonder Woman looks fantastic, but then again, so did Suicide Squad. So yep, fing- all the trailers. Fingies crossed, you know. Fingies crossed. Yeah. Um, it uh, feels good to be back reviewing things. Has me scared for Rogue One, to be honest. Yeah, me too. It's a prequel. It's gonna be Rogue One's a prequel. It's gonna be like you said, ten seconds of Darth. 
and yeah. all of them are going to be in the trailer. Yes. That's one scene in the trailer where he's like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, hey, who's that over there? Anyway, back oh, to it's... the story. <laughs> Darth, thoughts? All okay, right. Bye. Well, yeah. Darth doesn't have much it. to say about it. Yeah. And that's the it. Uh, that's it. That's yeah. the only Darth signing. That's, that's all. Yeah. Well, as always, um, it's been fantastic reviewing uh, Suicide Squad for you. We don't know which movie we're going to view next. We don't. We have a bunch of things. Maybe tweet at us. Yeah. See which ones. <laughs> I'm going to keep on that train until someone does. Uh, maybe see, you know, see which one you want us to do. Do you want us to continue High School Musical? Oh, maybe. Uh, Civil War? Uh, anything, really. Yeah. Give us give us your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and uh, like like the re- the review uh, page Kraken on reviews on Twitter at Kraken reviews on Twitter. Um, t- search in on Facebook Kraken Wise reviews. Like that page. It's where all the episodes are posted. All the links. It's on SoundCloud. Kraken Wise reviews. iTunes. Subscribe and uh, yeah. And I'm you know at Mikey Stevens eighty one on Twitter. I'm at Real Patrick G on Twitter. Did you mention go follow at Kraken Wise Pod on Twitter? I didn't. No. Yeah. So we uh, this is our our main podcast, the center the center podcast. Uh, Kraken Wise Pod. Follow it on Twitter. Uh, like it on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud. It's all there. Yep. Yeah. So um yeah. Until hopefully these movies get better. I really hope so. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. It's weird. I'm, we're ending it the same way that Suicide Squad did. Jumbled and awkward. Okay, what did the Joker say? Did he say "Let's go home"? Yeah. Okay. Right, let's recreate this. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm. I. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be Joker? Yeah, I'll be the Joker. Okay, I'll be Harley Quinn. All right. I'm sipping espresso. Okay, so you're done. Yeah. You're done your espresso. Putting it down. Okay. Are you Are you preparing yourself more yet? What? All right. Did you Did you start to pour yourself a new bat? A new. Cup? I think. Yeah. I'm like. Okay. Whoa. Good. 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 Let's go home. Put in! Just to stay away